0: What's the story, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Chat Shit Get Smart. How are we all keeping? Are we all doing well? That's good. Glad to hear. So today I'm gonna to be having a quick chat about basically just another recap of last week. About bits and bobs that went on. And also, fuck, there was a bit of a bit of a catastrophe during the week with myself. Bit of a catastrophe regarding an old vaccine, so I will get on to that at the end of the podcast. But, uh, yeah, fucking hell. It was a strange one. But as I said, I will get to it, and I will start off with what I was talking about last week on the podcast. So, as I was saying, McGregor came back, fought Poirier for the third time. And last week I said, if he loses, is he done? I wasn't sure, and he lost. But... I do think he probably lost in the best way possible for him By snapping his leg Because he wasn't knocked out And he wasn't submitted So he still has that fourth fight there Lingering round which is grand for him But fuck it I do lads I think it's kind of all a, The whole kind of buzz off it's gone a bit Like even when he was doing the Press conference and stuff It was a shit joke Like It was chronic Like was it Your wife is your husband that was, that was bad. That's a bad joke, to be honest. That wasn't his best line. I think, from going from what he was back in January, being on Mr. Nice Guy, like, fucking, I'd love to try your fucking hot sauces and all that. That sounds like a bit of a sexual innuendo. I'd love to try your hot sauce. Why <laughs> he was just being all too nice. Not too nice, but he was just, he going from one extreme to the other. He's going from Mr. Nice Guy to Mr. I'm going to fucking put you out, fucking out in a stretcher and I'm going to fucking get you on the streets, and fucking your wife's a hoe, all that shit, so I, I think he's just, it just shows that it's all a game now, and he's just playing up to the fans, and yeah, I think it's just, it's worn off the novelty of the McGregor effect, I do think personally, both people still tune in, and pay money to watch the fights, and I still even think, you know, you might wake up at like five in the morning, and you still get that feeling in your stomach, you're half fucking nervous to watch it, because you're still kind of invested, But I still, I still feel that. But he didn't seem... him okay, Poirier was had his number, I think, again. I really do think Poirier had his number. Like he wasn't showing anything half decent. All you have to do and McGregor closed the distance. Like he talked so amount to shite too. He was like, oh, I was boxing the head off him in his post fight interview and closing the distance as usual. Sorry there, Connor kind of Buddy. But fucking Poirier was cracking you with shots and you shot the bed and then you close the distance. Like, he's... Ah, oh, fucking nonsense he talks half the time. But if the fourth fight happens again, I can see him losing for the fourth time. And then he's rightly up shit creek. He's probably, like, a ranked number fucking 7 to 10 in the lightweight at the moment. And he he actually is 7th, but I think he's a genuine, like... He's probably at the level of a 7-ranked uh, fighter. He hasn't improved in the last five years. Six years, even. I remember back in the day, he was all for, like, improving his skills... Improving his mindset and all that. And now all he wants to do is fucking improve the taste of his whiskey, which I've heard is quite shite. It's Bushmills, isn't it? But I've heard it's quite shite. But I think his priorities are in the wrong place. And when you're in a organization like UFC, when everybody is progressing day on day, week on week, and you just stay the same, that there's going to surpass you. And look what happened. But it will be interesting to see what happens in the return Uh, When he does come back Probably Late 2022 Sometime Who knows But yeah I think people were sick of him A long time ago When he Fucking baited that old fella In the head Even though that old fella Took it quite well I'd say that's a sign That when his power went Is when he smacked the old fella And he just looked at him Like nothing happened Like we could have been Seeing this a long time ago The downfall of McGregor When he couldn't knock out An old fella Who wasn't even Expecting a punch But that's the McGregor fiasco he lost, snapped his leg. You wouldn't wish it on anybody. But I think the whole McGregor hype train could be over. And if it is over, he always has a place in fucking TV. Or he could commentate with UFC or something like that. He'd be, he'd bring in views that way. But yeah, the old fighting career of McGregor could be down the drain. There's nobody in that division that he can probably beat. Like, I think Oliveira would smack him. Because Oliver's ground game is too good. I think Oliver and the feet, too, would probably get McGregor. Who else then you'd have? I think Chandler is just a better version of Mendez. A bigger, stronger, better boxer, probably. No, not better boxer. I don't know. But I think... And if nobody's interested in UFC or MMA, I apologise. But I'm not going to be dwelling on this one for too much longer. I think Chandler would absolutely demolish McGregor. If Mendez caused McGregor that much hassle at 145, then... Chandler would absolutely cause Wreck to McGregor yeah, I just don't think anybody would I don't think he would, sorry, I don't think anybody I don't think he would beat anybody within that Top 6, top 5 Even But we will see in due course when he Returns What else happened during the week Italy won the Euros Or should I say, England lost The Euros Fuck it, there was a fair bit of a, a fair bit of buzz about England losing and I see both sides of the story, I would see people saying that, oh, but you're literally, you don't want Italy to win, you want England to lose. But then you go off and you support all these English teams and these English clubs and you pay money to go over to England and see them playing. I see both sides to it, I really, really do. And then you get all the fans just baiting seven shades of shit out of the Italians for going in, which I don't condone, that was disgusting, kicking them on the floor and all that. Pricks But I do think You get Irish football fans like that You get English You get fucking Any nationality You get scumbags As football fans So it's really no surprise To be honest Um Shit happens at football games like that Yeah I think Well, I do think on the day I watched the final And I think the better team won on the day As you could say I think Italy were very good in possession They started a bit slow But they were very good in possession And the better team won on the day I do think that Cracking goal by shadow Fucking hell, that was beauty. But Erod, you never know they could do it again. They could because their team is quite young and they're they seem to be good. But we'll wait and see. I've dipped off the old football recently. I just lost interest. I couldn't really give a shit about it, to be honest. I don't know. It's not the same as what it used to be. Not the same as what it used to be. So that was the football. And what else? Pints at the weekend last Saturday. Went to the silver key. Yeah, it was grand. I'd never sat in these benches before. They were like Heineken. They were like, it was like a bench. Heineken bench was heated. It was the Not that I fucking got to sit in there, Of course, the two fucking lads uh, decided that they'd get there first. But pricks. <laughs> but, but it was the right job. It's such a good idea. And I'm surprised they haven't seen them before. But what were we we not points of Guinness were. They were only all right. The points of Guinness were only all right. And I got a pina colada there. Nah. It wasn't the best pina colada to be honest it was just half ice i think so you you drink a bit of it now your taste and then it's just you're getting ice it wasn't the best and then i paid 17.95 i think it was for a, a chicken ciabatta like come on i'd make that at home for four euros Seventeen ninety five. I think it was. I probably should have done my research before stating the price and absolutely slating them. But it's out there now. Seventeen ninety five. I'm calling it rip off. But it would still go crack to get out. Still go crack to get out. And yeah, it's actually a grand spot to go. They've these like heaters there as well that they have on some of their outdoor dining tables. But come here, be warned. When they whack those heaters on, holy shit, it gets hot. You get third degree burns, we sit next to it. So we kind of regretted asking the old heater to be turned on, but needs be because it was pissing. It was pissing rain. And where are we after tonight now? I'm after the trade house tonight in Ballincolic. Great establishment. Absolutely fantastic establishment. So I'm looking forward to that now. An old work night out. They never really end well, do they? <laughs> but we'll see how they go. It will be an early enough one. Famous last words, as they say as well. Famous last words. I'm only having one or two. Famous last words. <laughs> nah, bro, I'm only going to stick to the stick to the beer tonight. Famous last words. Stop it. Come on. Stupid. Yeah, heading out there tonight. That shall be a good crack. I do miss, though, during the lockdown, that when, at the very start, it was like, April, all of April, and we're going kind to of start to May down the docks before it became an absolute kiddie fiddler fest. Uh, a kiddie fiddler fest? No, it wouldn't be a kiddie fiddler fest. Just a fucking teenage disco turn into basically <laughs> kiddie fiddler fest. All like fucking creeps down there just chilling. That's what a kiddly fiddler fest would do. A kiddly fiddler fest. A kiddie fiddler fest. That's that. I'm saying that word far too often. But, <laughs> but remember when we first went down, it was so good. Like there was all, it was re- it was a respectable crowd down there, and it was just a good laugh. Like you'd go over, get your few drinks and Goldberg's, you'd sit down. You might have bring a few with you then as well, and it was nice and chilled. But then, as kind of more people went down, it just turned into a bit of a fucking shit show, to be honest. Um Not the best crowd went down there, and it was just kind of, it it wasn't the best. It was not the best, and then. That people down there left it an absolute shit, which was disgraceful as well. So people are just very disrespectful, too, to their fucking surroundings. Like, it's such a nice spot. And the absolute scumbags and pricks that went down there just left all their rubbish and made it look absolutely horrendous. So if you were one of the people to leave your rubbish down there, your slabs, your bottles, your broken glass, even your cans, if you are one of those people, fuck you. Disgraceful. And how about I fucking go up to your fucking... I should stop crossing as much. Go up to your, wherever you live and just start dumping broken glass cans and all that outside your house. Even though that's probably outside where they live anyway. Ooh, shots. Shots fired. Um, But yeah, but you'd miss those good days down the docks. And I actually do hope that they would make it into some sort of a, like a, Area if there were like benches there at the time. I know you probably can't It's it's a work in docks at the same time. And there's boats and ships and big trucks come along. But it is such a good spot. A very picturesque. There's a lovely sunset. will be coming down over the part of Corkside. You get a nice picture. now. if you're ever looking for a nice picture, go down to the part of Corkside, get the sunset, arm around each other. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, what else happened during the week? Oh, I was reminded as well of an old incident at Oxygen. Back to the Oxygen stories as well. well I was myself and Luke Leahy. Good old Luke over, over in Australia. Luke, put the fucking shrimp on the barbie, mate, innit. Even though I have learned that they don't drink Fosters in Australia. That blew my mind. Like, we always believed Australians fucking drank Foster's like mother's milk. Like, it was absolute mother's milk. But no, it's not a thing over there. Shocking. That's marketing for you now. The manipulation of marketing. We were at Bruno Mars, baby. I was about to sing a Bruno Mars song. You want to be a millionaire? So freaking bad. Bum, bum, bum. It's not, it's not, um, was that Bruno Mars? Yeah. But it, I don't know what song it was, when he was singing. But we were <laughs> we were chilling anyway, having a grand time at Bruno, as you do. Looking back and it, probably shouldn't have gone to Bruno, as there was probably better acts at the time. But you live and you learn. And we were having our grand time anyway, singing away, dancing away. And this female came up. And to put it kindly, like, she, she wasn't a small female. She, she was not small. And we were chatting anyway, and went, Luke, and then they were like, oh, can we go up on your shoulders to watch, get a better view of Bruno? And I'm calling him Bruno like I know him, like he's my next door neighbour, Bruno Maz. And Luke was like, well, I ain't doing it now. Oh, no way, was Luke doing it? And I wasn't much, me and Luke be fairly similar in size. And um, myself... Well, Luke was like, no. And then Luke turned to me and was like, Keelan, we'll do it. And I was like, for fuck's sake. So off anyway, Keelan goes down on his, on his haunches. And I tell you now, lads. I've never felt anything like it. I have never felt anything like it. I'd say easily. fuck it over 100kg on, on my neck. My legs. I, I, the second I got up, my legs were shaking. I was like, shaking Stevens. I was like, Ugh. I was like having a fit. And... Fucking! It, it, didn't end well. I'd say we got the first 20 seconds of a song and I'd had to be let not out of here and walked away. Couldn't do it. Absolutely humiliating for the poor girl. Absolutely humiliating. She obviously looked and saw an absolute unit, a machine, guns a-showing, a delts a-popping, quads a-bursting, and thought, yeah, he, that, that, that man there can lift. But by Jesus, was she wrong. Fucking hell. My legs almost... I almost almost did a McGregor and broke the leg off myself. Couldn't do it. Could not do it. But uh, that was just another funny story from Oxygen. How long ago was that? Was that nine years ago? I'm sure our memory popped up. It could have been... Like, that's frightening. Nine years ago. Jesus. But yeah. And then, of course, Luke was in tears. In absolute tears. Creasing himself at his good friend. Almost having a near-death experience. Like, if I hit the deck... And if that poor girl fell on top of me, I was I, I was gone. Like the, I was gonna die at a Bruno Mars concert. As good a story as that would have been, it would have been very tragic. And what a way to go. But that was another good story from Oxygen. Keelan almost caving in with a girl on his shoulders. Anything else? Oh sure, Jesus Christ, the COVID vaccine. Okay, so let's see. Let's set the scene. It's Tuesday. Just gone. And I went down. I went down to get me vaccine. Happy days, delighted with life. Give it to me, there and, all, and I will be free as a. Excuse me, that might have been a burp. So I get a quick old vaccine, and I was chatting away after to the woman, to the pharmacist, and it was the one shot Yansin, by the way. So chatting away to the pharmacist, all was good, and I was like, "They're hardly going to keep me here for fifteen minutes." Like this is like I can leave now. And like another couple of seconds passed and I was like, oh, I was like, I am not feeling great. And next thing I remember, I am looking up at the ceiling, lying on the floor. And I was like, what the fuck happened here? So it seems I had an anaphylactic shock or an anaphylactic. I went into a state of anaphylaxis after getting my Janssen vaccine. Isn't that a story for you now? So I went down. My body locked out, tensed up for like 30 to 40 seconds. Completely tense. The neck started to all swell up. I was wheezing like mad. The breathing wasn't really there. And the woman was about to give me the EpiPen to wake me the fuck up. But I just came around as she was about to give it to me. Thank Christ. But quite scary. Quite scary. I never thought I was allergic, I actually don't have any allergies, well, I might have one now, I'm allergic to the vaccine, I'm allergic to it, well yeah, I hit the deck anyway, tensed up, locked up, I don't remember a thing, and I went to the GP that day and he was like, are you wheezy, and I was like, "Mm -hmm, not at all, and even though I do laugh, you know, like wheezy's laugh, I I laugh in a very wheezy way, but I'm not chesty, like I don't have asthma, but while I was on the floor, it sounded like I had like chronic asthma, very, very wheezy. A wheezy ish man, but little Wayne wheezy. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I was scary, it really, really was. And then I got home from the pharmacy that day. And well, actually, I went after I got the I'm all over the shop, hearing my story. So on the floor, conked, wake up. I was back in the pharmacy for another maybe half an hour. And I was like, Where do I left the car outside? And she was like, Well, you ain't, you ain't, uh, you ain't driving anyway, Keelan. I was like, Fair point. I was like, well, to be honest, I have nowhere else to go, (laughs) and I was like, well, I'm working up in Malincolic, and thank God, Ideem was working, so I was like, okay, I can walk up to the gym, and I can chill out there for a while, and just get my bearings, she was like, nah, you ain't walking, buddy, you are not gonna make it, I was like, fuck, so uh, I got a spin-off from the pharmacist, the absolute legend of a pharmacist, to be fair to her, she was very kind, to drop me up, and I was a Ball of sweat too Like I'd say she had to give the car Fucking a good clean after me I was sweating Sweating And she would let her seats And I just know When I get out of that car There was a wet All over those seats But She dropped me up And then I eventually got home And so I just conked on the couch Fuck I was drained That night then Woke up at 3 in the morning In absolute agony It was like I after It was like I Did a workout there For like 2 hours straight my muscles were aching, and I was just from locking out completely and just being tensed up for that time. But, uh, yeah, all better now, thank God. All back to normal, and for road. But I, I would, I don't, obviously, discourage getting the vaccine because if you're an anti-vaxxer, I think, hmm, yeah, we won't go into that. But I think we should all probably just get the vaccine, and I wouldn't let that deter you from getting it. If they were like, to me, Keelan, would you go through that again? To get the vaccine. I probably won't go through it. Because I now have it. Um, But yeah. Don't let that deter you. It's a once off. And I'm all G now. Just thought I'd share that. Not funny story. Not funny at all actually. But it's just a good story to tell. Good story to tell the grandkids. That I had an anaphylactic shock. Getting my COVID vaccine. Happy days John Hayes. So I think that is it for today. And what what will my takeaway for today be? Never trust a man in flip-flops. That's my... Actually, and I'm going to add on top of that, flip-flops and sandals. Never trust a man in flip-flops or sandals. There we go. (laughs) Oh, my days. So, there we go. Another one done in the bag. One and done. Enjoy your... Today is Saturday. The... The 17th and sweetest, Jesus, it is hot. I'm sweating, sweating, I'm sitting in a pool of sweat at the moment. So I'm going to run to the shower and I shall see you soon. And please, 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 please. A quick share on Instagram would be very, very, very nice. So I'll see you later. Take care. Enjoy the sun. Love you all. Goodbye.